0: Welcome to Diamond Healing Radio with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos, a powerful and extraordinary healer, best-selling author, and international scientist. She brings you expert interviews and essential information on the fusion of science and energy healing to help you become more vibrant, youthful, and healthy no matter what your age. Diamond Healing Radio is hosted on the amazing Women of Power Network, world's leading positive programming channel get relaxed be ready to feel and look better than you ever have before
1: good afternoon today we have with us a special guest greta hassel she is a licensed mft intimacy coach and sexual educator she brings almost a quarter of a century experience to the table she specializes in love, intimacy, and sacred sexuality with a private practice in Santa Monica and Marina Del Rey. Today, I, she would like to talk about passionate relationships. So what do you have to talk about? What is what is passionate relationship?
2: Oh, hi, Anastasia. It's so wonderful to hi. be with you today. Yeah, well, passionate relationships are... Uh, in keeping that vital life force alive and relationships are under so much, um, stress and get pulled in so many different directions with kids and jobs and, and hormones and, and all kinds of things that, um, I'm really passionate about helping to support couples to really stay in the, in the sweet spot of their relationships and, um, shoring up the areas that might take them out of their game so uh, I like to I like to educate and inspire couples to, what they can do to um, you know keep that keep that um, energy alive a lot of times when couples get together the the attraction phase is really easy you know you've got that chemical cocktail of romantic love and all the dopamine is coursing and and um and after you know a year to to 18 months or so, the the attraction can can move into the sense of real um, safety and familiarity. And so, keeping the passion alive when the, um, the the bonding hormones of the oxytocin and the more soothing serotonin um, kicks in, sometimes. It's hard to keep that passion going. So,
1: what is it? Yeah, in other words, you want to keep yourself in that sort of that that happy honeymoon phase where you still look at your you still look at your partner with those dreamy eyes and you know remember all the good stuff all the time. So, is that really possible?
2: Well, yeah, and it's a little bit more than remembering. Although that's you know having that great foundation can really um, create a, a deep bond for couples, one of the best ways uh, to keep that going is through new adventures together. So Helen Fisher and all her research about um, the brain chemistry talks about when couples go through experiences where they're on the edge of something new and it's, a, it's an experience that it expands them. It could be it could be. It could be something scary. It could be whitewater rafting together or, or just doing something out of the ordinary for them as a couple, that that's deeply bonding for them. So... Um, uh, well, that's like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's making sure to have that quality time with your partner and not not getting too deeply in routine, that um, um, making sure that space is, is available... And even things that don't take um, time like that. I like to talk about the the three A's that are uh, a quick way to kind of uh, energize the relationship. And just being able to um, appreciate. The first A is just appreciating. And it's so easy to share a compliment and be really generous with noticing something. You know, I'll just I'll just say to my partner, you know, thanks so much for your support this morning. It just, I just, I feel feel you with me, and and honoring his energy, just his energy that he brings. So, being able to um, recognize the good stuff that's going on, and um, um, being sure to share that goes a long way in helping to um, put a smile on each other's face.
1: Well, grat- gratitude is something where you focus on the positive, and the more you focus on the positive, the more it grows, right?
2: Exactly. And so that's just a, a wonderful recipe in um, in our individual well-being and can be equally applied into um, the relationship and keeping that ignited and full. And... Um, you know, another A is is just the attention, and making sure that you're having quality time together, um, um, supporting your friendship, having fun, and um, you know, making making a priority to have quality time, even if it even if it's a thir- fifteen or thirty minutes, but having that real undivided time can be very very nourishing and supportive of the relationship. As well as the affection, just being able to hold hands and and um, uh, you know even hello and goodbye kisses. If they're three three to twenty seconds long, those are the ones that that really are felt deeply inside. Change those little texts and quick kisses into um, um, soft soft wet kisses, um, and um, you know having your hugs. Be more like a three more than a three second hug as well. So these are just simple tips that um, can help things stay in a, in a state that is energizing and nourishing and bringing aliveness to the to the connection.
1: Yeah, I, I you know those are ways of establishing a, a deep connection and intimacy, and that's what most of us want, right?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So. And
1: so, so this, these are your tips on how to keep your passion alive. So, yeah. what, what do you do when your relationship goes into a distress mode?
2: Well, um, and it's good for every couple to have kind of a road map and making sure that that um, when things get derailed, that um, uh, one or other of the parties. Aren't activating that um, that defensive part of us that is self protective. You know, there's the, uh, um, the that reptilian part of the brain which goes into the fight, fight or freeze. So when couples are distressed, a lot of times if they're not being really um, maybe not as not as present or just tired, it might be easy to go into old habits of of um, a complaint um, versus um, uh, a comment or or, a, or feedback. So, um, making sure that the the couple really has good t- tools here is just imperative for staying in a strong place together. So, what I like to um, uh, work with couples, and sometimes they'll come into my office, and that's why they're there, is that they've gotten caught into a a negative loop and a negative spiral and not quite sure how to get out. And so um, helping to uh, support them in terms of um, really dropping into the heart and um, being able to, uh, you know, share an appreciation or share something more vulnerable or share a particular need uh, or request is a real direct way of um, helping to move things into what it is, what outcome is desired. And that's what I often like to um, help support and funnel the communication towards because when there's a problem, a lot of times it's easy to talk about what's not going right, what the problem is. And that can set off defensiveness and blame or criticism or make wrong rather than. Um, what is it that we're wanting here?
1: So and, I've heard that said is instead of using you statements like you did this and you did that, you turn it around and say I would like. So you're cha- mm-hmm. changing it into I statements. Is that what I'm hearing?
2: Yeah, that's absolutely one of the rule of thumbs is to make sure that it's, it always comes from um, taking responsibility for what it is that I'm, that I'm wanting and what I'm wanting to create. Um, and and if someone um, maybe misses that or forgets or isn't um, isn't tuned into that, one of the other tools that's really helpful is um, looking at you know how many positive interactions does it take to help a couple get back to um, uh, ground zero again or level ground, um, and a lot of times when I ask couples, they might say, well, you know. One one good comment and help neutralize that, or maybe two. And the research shows that it takes um, five interactions to help neutralize one negative experience. And that research is really helpful because it, it just it it shows how how um, much our relationships are like gardens and need to be watered and need to be fertilized and need to be constantly attended to. Um, need that sunlight on them so that they can, can really stay in places that really give life to us. Um, that research came out of uh, Don Gottman's work where he would take couples up to the um, a little place called the, the Love Lab up in Seattle, and he would actually have couples um, check in for the weekend and would observe them um, um, throughout the day up until about six at night. And... Record thousands of hours of videotape, and he found that um, simple variables like a harsh startup um, when somebody was upset—if they—if they started out with a with their, their tone of voice being um, pressured or pronounced versus a calm message like an I message—it would make a huge difference. Um, and we actually could were the indicators of divorce: um, harsh startups and lack of repair. So. Um, That's,
1: that's extremely interesting and and you know a lot of a lot of people don't realize you know they don't want their relationship to go by the wayside but they get they they forget that you're talking to the most precious person in the world to you your partner and if more people realize how many times it takes to reverse how much it takes to reverse that negative that negative reaction I think people would think a lot more about it, don't you think?
2: Absolutely. Really, having an understanding of the impact that um, that our words have. I mean, if we really knew the, the the deep impact that we had, I think half of us would 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 say fifty percent less in those instances when we're upset. Um, it's it's so true. So that's where I often like to um, um, teach what the qualities of Um, what it is to be emotionally intelligent in a relationship. And and it's so helpful to really know these qualities because it can help some people choose well into a partnership, and it can also help help keep relationships in a good space because there is this capacity for navigating some of the challenges.
0: And now a brief word from our sponsor. Are you one of those people who seem to jump from one unhealthy relationship to another? When it comes to money, are you living paycheck to paycheck? Do you never seem to have enough money to do the things you want and have financial independence? The truth is, you could be sabotaging your own success with love and money. Going through divorce or bad breakup, growing up in a dysfunctional family, the beliefs we were taught as children... And even your own family DNA could be holding you back from the love and money you deserve. Not only that, negative past relationships could be affecting your financial and business abundance. The good news is you have the power to shift rapidly and unblock these unhealthy patterns and beliefs and attract healthy relationships and more abundance. All you have to do is learn how. Join me, Master Healer, Dr. Anastasia Choplis, in the Diamond Enriched Life Program, a powerful eight-week life course where you'll discover how to cultivate connected and loving relationships, skyrocket your physical health and energy, manifest more financial abundance, and ignite limitless bliss and well-being. Best of all, anyone can learn these techniques. Go to diamondmethod.com forward slash diamond dash program. That is diamondmethod.com forward slash diamond dash program. And now we return to our regular programming. So so when
1: you work with couples, do you have them go through exercises together so they start practicing while you're there supervising?
2: Yeah, I'll have them... A lot of times, do a do a take two. If somebody gets into a little quagmire, um, I'll introduce that. That's a really a fun kind of uh, almost game that couples can say. Okay, that was that, that really got messy. Let's do a take two, and that a lot of times will signal to both parties. Um, Let's go back to neutral. Let's agree that we get a, we get to do this again. And both parties, in agreeing to a take-two, are saying, I'm not going to hold on to the hurt feelings. I'm not going to have a sour mood. I'm not going to withdraw. I'm going to say, I'm going to appreciate the fact that you realize that you didn't do a very good job right there. <laughs> and um, uh-huh. you know it, too. And so I'm going I'm to, thanks for recognizing it. And, and let's just do the same thing all over and do it better this time.
1: Yeah, so it and, gives them a safe place to practice. And, and, you know, make, make their relationship a lot better. That sounds wonderful.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it, can, be, it can be fun and, and playful, and for sure. So I, I like to talk about these qualities of, of emotional intelligence, and let me just kind of just name them, because I think they're so helpful for people to have them in their hip pocket. And they're very simple. They're just um, the, the ability to self-reflect. That's such an important one. When someone can take well, the second one being take responsibility for themselves. Look at their look at their behaviors, look at their words, look at their actions. Um, When somebody has the ability to empathize, to step in another person's shoes, hugely important for things going well. Of course, Um, the ability to play fair. to to look for a win-win or even a triple win. You win, I win, and the situation wins or everybody else around us wins. And just the ability to communicate effectively and listen um, generously. So these these get relationships. um, um, If those qualities aren't there, I like to support the growth and expansion of those qualities coming online because so many of the... um, Problems can be avoided when um, this capacity and skill set is in place.
1: Yeah, so, so do you have exercises for them to go through to help nurture those qualities?
2: Yeah, we do. Um, I, I do different kinds of um, communication uh, exercises. I'm a I'm a big uh, advocate of nonviolent communication or compassionate communication, and so. A lot of times what I'll do is uh, have couples identify when they're under stress what are the top three needs that they might have. And I have a handout on that. It's actually on my website because I like people to be able to reference it and and find out. So, for example, for myself, um, you know, I have a need to, one of my needs that's important if I'm feeling triggered or upset, is just to be heard and understood. So, um, if someone has misrepresented um, what I'm saying, that could be really um, frustrating. So when I when my partner knows my need to be heard and understood and can meet me at that place, oh my gosh, it feels like everything's just okay again.
1: I so, know. Just even a hug. You don't even need. Well, a lot of men like to try and fix us, and we just need to be heard and get a hug, right?
2: Exactly, exactly,
1: <laughs> so I like to say,
2: you know ask your partner and look at look at a sheet like this um, um, and identify what are your top three needs under stress, not when you're doing well because our our top three needs when we're when we're already triggered are somewhat different <laughs> than our need to play and have adventure or whatever it might be, so um some people it's a need to feel. Um, respected or need to be considered, uh, whatever that might be. And, um,
1: in other words, have a game plan in place before things happen so you have a road map out of the trouble.
2: Exactly, right. Yeah. Wow. And, and practice that in, in good times and, and fair, fair blue skies so that when the storm comes, it's <laughs> much more easy to, to access uh, these muscles.
1: Exactly. So So how how do you have intimate communication in and out of the bedroom?
2: Well, um, a a lot of it is um, uh, really similar to what we've been talking about in terms of having that um, appreciation um, in terms of what you like. Um, But I think um, another piece, uh, taking it a little further, is is how couples make requests. And uh, whether it's in the bedroom, especially where it can be more sensitive, um, it's rather than talking about what, what's not working so well, is, is to really be sure to put in the positive. What is it that that person would like? So um, whether, it's, whether it's in the actual um, intimate lovemaking or just in terms of conversation, being able to say, you know, I'd really, I'd really love it if, if, um, you know, when you hug me, um, if you give me one of those really big squeeze kinds of hugs, not just a, not just like the bear hugs, not just a, uh, um, you know, a, um, a regular hug, but just that swaddling kind of hug. So to be specific and um, um, detailed. And, and painting a picture of what you'd like, it really helps um, um, the, the, that deep level of satisfaction. So, um, putting the the need combined with the request are is is my roadmap and and golden um, royal road towards deep communion, because um, that keeps things in that really positive place
1: because intimacy is one of those things that's so fleeting, you know, you you have this moment, one minute and then the next minute it it dis- dissipates. And so the more we have those moments, the more connected we feel to our partner, right?
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So having having a lot of good experiences in the bank um, that that's built up um, Gives that relationship much more resiliency. Gives that relationship more cushion, and and actually, um, it just creates these these habits of communication that are nourishing, and, and 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 why wouldn't it be that this most intimate relationship would actually be a source of nourishment and a source of inspiration and a, a source of a reflection of. Um, Appreciation and acknowledgement of 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 really the best of ourselves. So, um, helping to kind of entrain um, couples in in that way, keep such a such a a a tone and attitude in the in the home that makes it a a really sweet space.
1: Um, I like the way you put that. Put those experiences in the bank. I, I always said that, that every relationship has an account and that you both have to put in because if only one puts in and the other withdraws, it eventually goes bankrupt. So, you know, by both putting in the effort, then you build up your bank account and it, you just feel richer and richer all the time. So mm-hmm. I really love the way you put that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so... um so, you know, some of the things that, um, you know, couples can, can some of the things that can interfere with that are, um, uh, you know, old hurts or um, unresolved emotions that, that are more challenging. So I like to give couples um, some tools in terms of dealing with, like, anger, sadness, or fear. And a lot of times I know that, um, people talk about those kinds of things and and that's that's fine and that's good. Um, I always like to say uh, one of my my favorite quotes from Marshall Rosenberg is that um, anger is a tragic expression of an of an unexpressed need um, so that when there's when there's if there is any kind of anger to recognize that that's on the surface, but what's the what is the unmet need that's underneath that? And helping couples to be really curious if a partner's frustrated or upset, that 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 must be indicating that there's some need that's not being met for them. That I, I wonder if I can be more present to that. So, um, uh,
1: well, isn't isn't anger also a feeling that your boundary has been kind of breached and? Um, a lot of times those boundaries were caused by things that didn't actually happen within that within that partnership but could have happened before. Is there some way to resolve those?
2: yeah, and just that would be a good example of there would be a need for possibly respect um a need for consideration um connected to that boundary and uh, that might be the need underneath it and and um, you you are referring to somebody might have um, a sensitivity to a certain kind of um, acknowledgement of a boundary based on how their family might have organized roles and rules um, exactly and, um, so i I like to talk about that sometimes uh, a person might not understand a certain a certain Person's boundary, but it's like um, they've been sunburned in a certain way, and so their 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 skin is more hypersensitive to something. To the next normal person, you bump it, and and they 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 hardly say anything. And you bump the next person in the same place, and they go ow. And I love talking,
1: that. That's a great analogy. Yes,
2: yeah, to really legitimize that there are reasons that we can't always understand that 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 cause a certain person's um, um, sensitivity or intensity to a certain situation and being able to really respect and honor that and be, again, curious about that can lead to really deeper levels of intimacy of sharing places and possibly allowing that place to come up to the surface to be healed and, and released or integrated.
1: That sounds so great. So how do we reach you uh, to get sessions?
2: And if people are in the Los Angeles area, I have um, um, two offices, um, one in Santa Monica and one actually in a boat in Marina Del Rey, which is a a really fun place. And um, uh, I run run groups for women, empowerment groups, and uh, it gives us a place to... Move and dance, and that's one of the other modalities that I love to bring in is, is, is uh, moving the body and um, introducing the elements of play as a way of actually clearing and shifting emotions uh, and using, using modalities in addition to just words that I believe are really effective for helping to shift um, lingering anger, fear, or sadness as, as, as examples.
1: Yeah, I've heard it said that you can't be in motion and depressed at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that sounds like something that that would work really well. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. For those of you that wish to reach Greta, go to DiamondHealingRadio.com forward slash Greta. That's DiamondHealingRadio.com forward slash Greta. So thank you
2: so much, Anastasia, for For the time and the opportunity to talk about passionate relationships and how we can juice up those parts of our lives
1: yes thank you so much greta it was it's been very enlightening and delightful and that information is fantastic
0: thank you for joining us on diamond healing radio hosted on the amazing women of power network the world's leading positive programming channel to learn more and get your free healing meditation Go to diamondhealingradio.com and join us next week to hear more on how you can live a vibrant and healthy life using the fusion of science and energy healing. Until next week, remember to relax, take a deep breath before you go about your day.